are listening to an unpopular podcast. Hey, Josh here, host of the Think Committee. Before we get down to this episode of the uh, committee with Sam Pang and, of course, Sarah Marie Cameron, you need to know that when you go to Melbourne, you've got to stay at the Hotel Windsor. It is the bestest hotel in all of the district and also down the road from at the Mercy Bar. Great place to go for a feed and a drink. It's absolutely fantabulous. Check those blokes out when you're in Melbourne and keep on enjoying the Think Committee podcast. Tell everyone about us. the sitting of the Thing Committee, Australia's definitive authority on things. Introducing your hosts, Josh Withers and Steve Mulk. Welcome to Australia's most authoritative committee. We decide what's a thing and what's not a thing. You're listening to the Thing Committee podcast. My name is Josh Withers and my co-host is Steve Malk. I'm having a food baby. <laughs> and uh, joining the podcast today, we've got two guests in our beautiful Hotel Windsor suite. Can I introduce you to Sam Payne? Hello, sir. Yay. Hey, Josh, Steve. Hello. I'll wait to I'll wait to say hello to our next guest after she's introduced. Oh, is that all right? A podcasting professional. See, that's... Yeah, well, I've done 24. <laughs> that was it. And it's all over. Also on today's podcast, we've got the beautiful Sarah Marie Cameron. Hello. Yay! Thank Ooh. you for that intro. Appreciate Hello and it. welcome, Sarah Marie. Thanks for having me in Hotel Windsor. Yeah, well, you know what? Lovely. With this kind of class, we had to invite this kind of class of guests. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, we did have the Houses crew line up, but uh, not at the Windsor. <laughs> Has anyone said that as you're walking to the room, it's like you're uh, like a, a mafia hit. It could be just, you know, moments Ooh. away. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a crazy it is little crazy. setup yeah. you've got here. It's good, but good crazy. Great. Like it's imposing and intense and, you know, eight, eight, 130 years old, uh, you know, a Victorian era. Uh, hotel in, in the edge of edge city of Melbourne. Yeah. Wow. It is gorgeous. We've had a couple of shining references. Uh, naturally. It is an old school hotel. Did you know? Did you say that? 130 years old? Yeah, it's it's this year. Seriously. Birthday, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't look like it doesn't show its Not age. A day over 120. Looks clean and nice. I it's like it. Well, the first thing I said to you was because I'm getting married in April next year, and I'm mm. still trying to find mm. hotels. You know, because yes. you want pretty photos. Yes. Yeah. And I said, I was like, well, I would absolutely consider this being that it is close to the venue that I'm getting married in. So it's got a fireplace as well. It doesn't work, but it has one. Good stairwell. You'll see that a on good the way. Stairwell. Stairwell. Stairwells what are, are important. Stairwells for photographers they? love stairwells. Yeah. Wedding photographers. Oh, really? They Which, love it. I think I'm the, the like antithesis of a normal bride, though, because mm. I was saying to you guys on the you way want here, pits, holes. What? No, because I threw up my high heels on the way here. I was a liberated woman. I had flats Coats. in my bag and I threw my heels out. Yeah, me too. I'm not even getting the, um, Sarah. What about the fact that? What about have you thought about this for um, for your wedding photos? It seems to be very popular. You and the and the uh, is groom. The man, yeah, yes. The groom. <laughs> Nowadays, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Dangerous and, uh, the Rav Man, as we fine. call him. The, yep. the who? The Rav Man. The oh, Rav Man. You can find that on Twitter as well. You He's and the amazing. Rav Man. What about just photographed by? It's by the river next to a giant railway sleeper. That seems to be very popular nowadays. Um, look, that He's could right. be nice. There's lots of style, and, and look, with I'm a sepia sure, toning, that could yeah, look divine. Instagram that yeah. shit. Um, there's definitely a lot of wedding photographers, stylistic 
kind of uh, choices that they make mm. that you just go, you know what, you can't pose anyone else in this situation or whatever because it just looks like they should be in a, a long flowing dress and a, in a suit. Conversely, I think there's a lot of failed wedding photography that takes place where they try and, oh, this will be great. You know, a real casual moment, yeah. casual setting with a really formally dressed bridegroom and, and wedding party. Sometimes it is stunning, whether it's a captured moment or something, and sometimes it just looks like you guys are standing around pretending to talk. Do you know what bothers me when I see the bridal party shots and they've told them to all pretend to laugh? (laughs) Just talk amongst yourselves and laugh. Just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, that's hilarious. And at the same time, the girls are trying to figure out a way to pose so that their decolletage stands out so they've right. got the collarbones because, you know, oh. they've got collarbones out. Everyone's worked hard to You've be in that dress. You've worked hard for that. Um, and so they're trying to laugh and get their decolletage out. They're putting their shoulders forward Check but then they're putting their neck back and they're trying to do the awkward lean at the mm. same time and it's <laughs> oh. just... And then the boys, they're just like... Huh. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work. The guys are still like... Yeah. <laughs> Check out the tits on that one. No, but I've been through thousands of wedding yeah. photos. Like any friend who mm. I may not have given two hoots about when they got married. Yep. I may have been like, whatever. You care. I care now. I'm going through and I'm judging <laughs> their photo albums and I'm going through. <laughs> and I look I've been at the, there. <laughs> look at, I judged you, Josh. <laughs> how, how do I come up? How do my photos come up? But your wife is divine and she, she is, came up beautiful in all the photos, as did you. So you were judged fine. She made fine. me shine. You, yeah. you, 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 you notice You notice on the Facebook album there's no singular photos of Josh? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Who's the wanker? Single, <laughs> single photos of Brit. Oh, lots Group of single photos, photos of Brit. There's even a photo of like, the bridal party all on the phones, actually. You like that? That was, that, that was, that was a staged. How 2012 that was that? That was hilarious. That wasn't staged. Brit and I were getting photos like off because you, you were doing just the two of us yeah 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 and, and I go hey look at that and snap they that, were all just checking into Facebook all of the girls park. looking so gorgeous yeah. oh Instagram can I tell you a secret about our wedding photos and I'll just fill in everyone that hasn't seen Sam's them because Sam's I can tell yeah um, <laughs> well, I love wedding photos <laughs> I can't wait to hear about there's a, there's probably there's a good collection of wedding of wedding photos on my um from my wedding uh, and you'll you'll notice if you look at where the positioning of the sun, they're all as the sun setting. And they're the ones where the sun is at its lowest, about to dip into the horizon. You'll notice all of those ones, I'm looking away or I'm kind of looking into her cheek or you don't see my face Mm-mm. because I'm fucking over it. <laughs> <laughs> I have reached my limit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I've been smiling for hours now. I, mm. I, I do not have a smile left. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, how uh, long did it take? All, how long did you get Oh, we probably two and a half, three hours of well, photos. photos. Long. Yeah, it's way too long. Yeah, and and we didn't have any any beverages or any food. That, I just point of order you know. here. That is your best man letting you down. The I best know. man's single job isn't to make sure that the rings turn up because he the best man inevitably only gets the rings the morning of the wedding. Right. All he has to do is put them in his damn pocket, turn up. That's it. Okay. So what's his the job? The best man's job is to make sure that the bridal car has an esky with straws, chilled bottles of water. Straws. Uh, well, because the girls don't want they want to make sure they're lipstick. lippy. That's right. Um, Gotta look classy when you're sculling a cruiser. Alcohol, <laughs> if that's appropriate, if you guys want to do that, or some other kind of beverage and sugary lollies to help get you through what is a very tough bit oh, yeah. before you get to the food. 
Because no one, everyone goes, oh, we'll go off and have a coffee and wait for the thing. Turn up the reception, the finger food's happening. Bridal party, probably haven't eaten since oh, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And it's now Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Go, you oh, don't know my bridal party. <laughs> right. okay, but so We're the, having a 21-piece bucket the night before. Nice. But breakfast may have been skipped over because we had hair and makeup and mm. dress and things. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah. Photos beforehand, all that stuff. Right. You get to photo time, there has to be someone opening the magic thing. Even if it's just a handing around a packet of freaking Maltesers or Jelly Babies. See, you would love to come to my wedding then because my partner is um, of Indian descent. So oh, there's a bit wow. of a Hindu twist. And nice. let me tell you, there is a lot of eating. Yeah. No, like, I feel that. like we're eating every step of the way. God, I love an when are you getting married? April 5th next year. You want to come? You can come yeah, eat and the drink. The whole day, not your particular day, but the one that Steve <laughs> just uh, described just sounds horrific. So no. No, oh, mine's... You don't like eating and drinking? Not for 13 hours. It's a long day. No, but that seems see, like a long, long... I'm, I think I'm going to change weddings. I've already told oh, my partner, we at, better be married within 15 minutes. I said, I'm impatient <laughs> and we've got a party to be had, okay? Mm. So can we just swap some cute little vows, have a smooch, sign the papers, go take some happy snaps outside for a little bit and go party. If you do that, can I just say on behalf of everyone at the wedding, you will be heroes. heroes. That is what I'm tailoring the day to. I don't mm. want to get bored. And also... I don't know why I'm giving you tips on your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> How many weddings have you had, Sam? Hey, I've, had, I've, let's, I've had none, but I've been to a few. Let's play, let's play the intro. Yeah. Sam Pang on weddings. I weddings. There's a new show, Josh. I don't host that. Um, but, uh, speeches? Yep. I know that it's your day. Right. But you've got 10 minutes and get off. Do you want to hear how we're doing the speeches? Video? Yeah, nice. and we're editing them down. Nice. And it's nice. going to be done in five minutes. Sarah, I've only just met you, but I'm a big fan already. And if you want more, go to our YouTube channel, Sam and Rab's Wedding, where you can see the entire thing in full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you the videos there. No, because, you know, we've got... Mm, aside from the fact that I said I'm impatient and I want to party, so it needs to be done quickly, and if my, say, someone like my brother is incredibly intoxicated by the speeches, which he will be, um, it'll just go for too long. Mm. So they're just going to film it. And mm. then my mates are going to edit it all together nice. and it's going to be a video on the Wish day, short, snappy content. and bleed straight Aye, into content. our first dance and it's all going to be edited, done and we're all going to party. It's just a party. I was at a wedding once and the best man's speech went for, <gasps> guess. Okay. Half an hour. A higher. 45? No. Ooh, lo- just lower. Oh, wow. that's 42 Josh, that's minutes? That's a really bad way to play that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> You, if he's got, yeah, if, if, if half an hour, you've got to go to like 75 minutes. You've got to go way beyond Couldn't you just start be. taking 40, shots for every minutes. time I he am. said, I love you guys? Just take a shot. <laughs> I love you guys so much, and this is why. Shot. 44 minutes. I, I, I am seated wedding ceremony <laughs> a little while saying? ago. 44 minutes. The, um, the father of the bride went for 45 minutes. Oh. And, and, and he had, and, and I'm sure we've all been to a wedding ceremony. You've heard, you've heard a few of the puns, a few of the jokes. Oh. Uh, we, we were talking about the, uh, and it's time for all the girls to hand back the keys to the groom. Yeah, and just Thomas. so every he had every <laughs> single one of those. Oh, you know, I thought I'd, I thought I'd get on Google and find out what the father of the bride's supposed to say. And I've, I've got my forty six tips on a good marriage, and and the every no. single one. No, and, and as no. the MC, I'm like I'm, I'm supposed to kind of control it, but but he's he, he, like it just it was inappropriate. No, you can't. It was inappropriate. You can't cut into the father of the bride because normally that's the dude paying a bill. Yeah. Not at my wedding. Oh, no, I, like I, I appreciate there are far like more you. emancipated <laughs> couples these days. Yeah. But the, again, the tradition context is that the father of the bride pays for the 
The reception I didn't want anyone paying for our wedding. It's totally funded by Rav and myself because I didn't want anyone telling me how to do the day. And Hello. I didn't feel like I owed anyone anything. Hello, absolutely. I didn't want my mother or my future mother-in-law to be like, oh, maybe she get that dress. No, I'm buying the dress and I'll spend whatever I want on it. Mm. But You're a trailblazer. You're doing that and also you're doing a short film for the wedding. So <laughs> it's, uh, you're, Your trop fest entry yeah. is already. I should get some sponsors on board, seriously. Yes. But I just I didn't want to feel like I owed anybody anything. And then mm. also... How can we ask, you know, my parents to provide X amount of money and then for Rav's parents to do the same and then if it's yeah. not equal, yeah, yeah. then it's fights. I've had oh, friends yeah. who have the partners have started yeah. fighting because the parents oh, can't contribute yeah. the same amount of money yeah. and then, oh, well, I contributed $20,000 yeah. so I should be able to do Could this. Could just wind this back for a second? My parents contributed $20,000. That, that statement, my wedding cost under twelve. Uh, well, thank you. You're in line with my budget. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the amount of money they've spent on weddings is Mine cost ludicrous. 10. What up? Hey, what did, what did Brit spend on her dress? Because someone looked at me in disgust the other day when I told them how much I spent. No. So the dress was around 30% of the budget. <laughs> 50 bucks? I spent $150. Yeah. Uh, which, is fine, which is fine. Which is, which is, and, and look, I, I can tell you, and, and Stevie, you, you know, Britt, that she's, mm. she, like, it isn't, it isn't like she's just an excess, and she does, she does love a few things like Louis Vuitton and whatnot, but she also, in, the, in many things, she just wants what she wants. And yeah. it wasn't about, I need to spend this much on a dress. That was just dress That she was likes. the dress that she wanted. And that's, and that's fine. And that's she got fine. the Kelly Pargafeld version. And, and look, and as you can see, with the rest of the wedding, it was, in no way was it budget, but we mm. just did things smart, did things, and mm. to be honest with you, we actually had a much bigger wedding we had a massive wedding plan which was going to be this year but then family and and problems and whatnot and we just said we just pulled the brake on that plans we said you know we're gonna have a really really small wedding ceremony and and i I had five friends there and and it was it was really cool it was a good day because we pulled it back just said look fuck fuck that other plan so so you can (laughs) palm this off this isn't to pry or to be rude have you been in a position where you have had to plan or we're getting close to planning a wedding before in your life? <laughs> uh, not close at all. I was I was shopping once with a, f- a friend of mine and my brother mm. and we went to an op shop and my brother found this three-piece uh, beige suit. Nice. Three-piece. It was nice. 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 He put it on. And it was was one of those. Yeah, there was an op shop with a, the, with the woman behind the yeah behind the counter. Though she was a bit hard sell, she was going, which is interesting for an op shop. Yeah, you know that I mean? is like, it's pretty relaxed. What or not? Yeah, exactly. So she threw in, uh, she threw in a vel- a burgundy velvet bow tie. <laughs> so bargaining. And my brother, who who used to wear glasses, had he had them on. So he she threw in a matching. Uh, glass glasses case for oh, the, the top part. Oh, that, I thought you were going to say like a chain or something. No, <laughs> imagine that a fob watch or something. And he, so he had this three piece on, burgundy bow, bow tie, and matching sunglass case. And she said, "Look, it's it's ten dollars. Do you want it?" She was, you know, she was wanted to know if she was going to close this deal. Wow. And my brother standing there in that suit just said, "Look, you only get married once. I'll take it." <laughs> so he, he, in terms of a budget for um. For your dress, Sarah, I think 150 That's is great. absolutely fine. Thank you for that because yeah. I, I got a female death stare when I said I was oh. so proud for finding a dress that I genuinely liked and I set myself a budget of $500 actually. Yeah. There wow. are one of the few things I think in any, any person getting married's life, women particularly, whether you choose to spend $150 or you choose to spend $150,000, if that's your opportunity and your means mm. and you can cover that... 
I don't think anyone gets a say at you. I yep. think that's just, that is the dress I want. I'm getting, and it's not a Bridezilla moment. This is just no. I, I put it on and I loved it, yeah. and that's me. If that's the imagery that you're getting, that's cool. But I never. I will put grew out there, up I wanting wanna, to get married. I want to be at a wedding where the the bride is wearing a hundred and fifty thousand dollar dress. I want to be at that. Reception. You missed Bryn Edelson's wedding. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I did my best Costanza, but they didn't. Come <laughs> they didn't if I ever get married, I hope the budget is very very high. Because really? you have plans or no? No. Well, uh, actually, <laughs> okay. can, can we can we walk into a thing and, and, and talk about overpriced weddings? Yeah. Because I, I actually uh, you know uh, just overpriced exorbitant weddings a thing because uh, I um I know of a venue in Brisbane because that, for those that are into the podcast, I'm a marriage celebrant. Um, and, every, uh, time. every time, every time, every time, made by Josh dot com. It's yeah. a sponsorship we need to take on formally. We <laughs> <laughs> can start writing on that thing. Um, and uh, there's a venue in Brisbane that if you uh, if you try and hoodwink them into having a party instead of a wedding, oh. they'll fine you. So, so you so you come you come and see the venue coordinator. I want to I want to book it for April sixth. You know, yeah. or whatever day. Fifth. Uh, fifth. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to book it for April fifth. And um, having a party. And I'm having a I'm having a party. I'm just having a do. You know, there's gonna be 110 people. We need meals and drinks. There'll be a bar tab, um, dance floor where there'll be a DJ. It's a party. And uh, so yeah, cool. That'll be. And I don't know the prices, but so that'll Call be. Call fifty bucks. That, that'll be, well, that, that'll be that'll be five grand. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, it's probably more, but you know, that'll be five grand. Uh, if you walk in as a different person, say same things, hundred and so people, April fifth, um, it's a wedding. Oh, it'd be twenty grand. But if you book it for a party and you rock up in a wedding dress, there's a fine in your contract. Is it less than what? the difference yeah, roll between? Yeah, dice on that. Fifty? Is it fifteen grand? Well, well the fine is the, is making up the difference. Wow. Oh, see, I ordered the wedding cake as a thirtieth birthday cake. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Are you just scraping the th- can you have your 30th <laughs> birthday ceremony? Oh, I'm still 25. I'm not even turning 30 for so a while. So what did you do so. for? Well, because it just looked pretty. And I... <laughs> And who gets a big cake for their twenty fifth? Isn't Ooh, that the ultimate the ultimate budget wedding where you turn up? Not only is the bride in like you know this cheapy ass dress, hey. but no, not you. Hypothetical. But the, when it, it comes just walks up in a garbage bag, it comes time to cut the cake. It says "Happy thirtieth birthday, George." And both the bride and the groom are not called George. No, well, we're not having a wedding topper. We're not having one of you know the bride and groom at the top. If you, you want to top use up, happy birthday awesome. stuff to stick the top. And I don't want a happy birthday. I've never even had happy birthday inscribed. Not even on my twenty first birthday cake. Mm. So I just I just got some cake and cupcakes, and we got it exactly how we wanted it. We got it the design off a bridal website, so it has been used. Mm. Have you seen the movie The uh, Wedding Planner? <laughs> Um, I think I have, Jeremy, but I may have uh, fallen Jen- asleep with J Lo in it. Jennifer it's Lopez. J Lo and uh, I think. Ralph. Oh yeah, and J Lo falls in love with the groom. It was on TV a little while ago, and it was yeah. kind of on in the background. I can't remember who the guy was. Was she though. thrifty? It was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh, him. Shirtless. The only thing I can remember about that movie is that she was quite an organised woman, and that when she went home to her apartment, it wasn't. Chaos. No, it was absolutely thing. But she, when she shut the door, she placed her keys. Up on a hook next to the door. That's the only thing I took out of that movie. I placed my keys up on a hook. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm Does pro- that make, I'm Am I a bad person? No, no, I'm Where forced. do you put yours? I, I put it on a key beside okay. the door now because of that movie. You now put it on a hook. Yep. You're inspired by her. Okay. Well, so it's, I don't know what it says about I the movie. Like that's the, the only thing I remember, though. She's so. organised. She was organised. She's a wedding planner. The important thing is you haven't watched another Matthew McConaughey movie since. Have I? No. Nah. I don't get the thing. 
Like well, he, he's, I don't. He's ripped. I don't he, see him or like Channing Tatum. There's so many guys that women apparently slip Jared off their Butler. chair for. You're saying oh, their names oh, right now. Oh. I'm on a leather couch and I'm not sliding one I've got bit. a story. I've got a story. I've got a story. Who about Jerry <laughs> Butler? <laughs> Jerry Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Let I'm it out. Josh. I'm just word association with Josh. It's Hands fine. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Butler. Go. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Could you be any less interested? That's... Welcome no, I'm excited. excited. This is me excited, mate. I, Josh I, is I, red. I, I, I'm, uh, I appreciate it. I'm ready. So like, so, uh, <laughs> I'm at my little brother's wedding, uh, wedding reception. He's giving me a speech. And he goes to tell a story about how uh, um, they, they decided, like, he, he decided it was time to propose. He wanted to you know, uh, solidify the relationship and um, make, it, make it proper and get married. So uh, they, they go down uh, to the beach, propose, etc. Go back to the car. She says yes. They go back to the car to go home. Thank goodness. She pulls out of the back seat. Her, a gun. Her, no. her, her wedding. Her wedding planner folder. <gasps> no. The whole fol- oh, wait, wow. wait, wait, wait. Wow. There's photos. Well, of her of a dress where she's photoshopped her head onto the bride, and the guy's Jared Butler. Yep. <laughs> oh, and she has to tell him, "Don't worry about that." <laughs> I'm fairly sure that that's how uh, Kate Middleton got Prince William as well. Did she? <laughs> Yeah. Track him down at uni and she found him. Oh, he plays water polo. Well, I am in the cheer squad. All I have to do is walk down this runway in not a whole bunch, knowing that he's there and he'll see me and go, hey, no, I want to tap that's that. that's where they broke up around that time because she disgraced them. Oh, I don't Because they dated for a little bit and then they broke up when they mm. were still in university. Oh. Maybe maybe he walked in and he saw the shrine. <laughs> maybe he found her sorority room and was like, why do you have 52 photos of me up on your wall? Sam, you've recently been overseas for your work. Did you have the opportunity to nail any royal anything? <laughs> Did you no. get Pippa? Did I what? Did, Did you, you get, get Pippa? Pippa? <laughs> or her bum? Is she available? Is she? I didn't... Uh, I I'm sure I'm, I'm just her type as well. You know? I mean, when you think of me, you think... English high society. Young. Um, no, you're young. Uh, television professional, radio professional, comedian. How do you feel about bums? There's many strings to your bow, man. How do you feel about bums? Are you a bum guy? Uh, well, no, I have one of those, so I'm not overly... I'm, I'm more excited. I'm a breast man because I... You know, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. Have bum, the Luscious breasts. Luscious boobs. Yeah, that, that's they're better fine. than. The, no, they're better than... Uh, you, you say things on podcasts. You say things on podcasts you'd never say. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, you um, can play with boobs more than you can a bum. I absolutely agree. Well, no, no, There's no, two of them. If you're making out, you can't <laughs> play with the boobs. As opposed to one bum. It's not fun motorboating a bum, but you can motorboat boobs. Well, it depends on who you are, but I hear you. <laughs> motorboat. <laughs> that is great. Where did you find her? Where did you find Sarah? I don't even know Sarah. Stunning, isn't she? Stunning. So, so Sarah, Sarah and I worked, have worked on the same radio network for many years. Until which, which, radio, which radio? Network? Southern Cross or Stereo. Yeah. So yeah. I did Breakfast Radio. Sarah did a, a night a multitude radio, of shows. Many things. In what city? Um, oh, goodness. I used to do Breakfast in Warrigal. Um, what else did I do? I did Days on the Central Coast at one stage. I filled in for the night show. You did overnight like uh, nationally yeah. for yeah. a year or two. Did you know. get to use the word motorboat often you betcha. in your shows? And moist. That was key demographic, those two. Yeah, I was a girl. If you're some of the SBS, now she's she's the girl. They were one. I used to have key words. I used to I like let how the you listeners. I'm programmer there. The, um, <laughs> sorry, go. I used to let listeners give me key words, and I would get them into sentences or revolve a caller topic around them as well. Nice. And like Josh um, with Jared Butler. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sling the swing it was lots right of fun. In. And then it was even better when the bosses would air check you and I'd have like a little kick to move. You know, myself like like they heard it. And sometimes they wouldn't even flinch. I think um I think my program director got used to hearing me say moist. Although another program director had a really big issue with me saying bloody. Bloody. So like, really? He, he, one time I was told, um, Sarah Marie, you're a lady, so you should be a lady on air. Oh, and I was like, oh. you are the first person to ever call me a lady. What Let alone tell me to be a lady. What station? What station? A <laughs> uh, no, not saying. Look, lovely guy, great programmer, but he just, I don't know, he thought I was a lady. I'm like, <laughs> lady? What was the what was the Melbourne show you did um, at used, Fox? Uh, choose the hits. Choose the hits, Jelly Radio. Jellyradio.com.au. Yeah. You, you choose the music. Mm. That was cool. It was fun. It was lots of fun. Lots of children up far too late past their bedtime and they would – it was like a game and you'd log on and you'd find the song that you wanted and vote for it. And it, then if so, someone else, like in Adelaide, was like, no, I don't want to hear Miley Cyrus, they could bomb it. And the more that you logged on and the more that you were active with the show, you would get rockets and bombs and you could rocket your favourite song to the top and that means it was more likely to play or you could bomb it down to zero votes and people would have to start voting for it again. And that was the and end of Miley Cyrus's career. <laughs> that was the Miley Cyrus got bombed every single time. And uh, one of the most fascinating things was Eminem, he got voted for so much, and yet on commercial radio, and this is this was a network show mm. on hit music stations. You never got played. It's coming out of Fox, and you know you barely hear Eminem. But we'd have, I think the biggest run that we had was about twelve songs Eminem in but a row, wow. being legitimate, like voted for. Yeah. he rocketed, and yet no one would. Yeah, they rocketed to the top, and no one would schedule it. And I thought that was really strange. It's the same thing with with Metallica. You're like, we yeah. always always get requests on breakfast radio. You don't really do requests, but they say, "Oh, can I get a song on Metallica?" And I said, "Man." Like a, You've got a great uh, commercial radio voice, John. I'm very, very commercial. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's all about. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there are certain songs that people request, and you're like, no, 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 no. that's just not going to happen. Did Enter Sandman ever make it? And um, when I was doing truck radio, it did. Yeah. Also, yeah. November Every rain. Truck I had to radio. go to the toilet. What's truck radio? That was the network show that I used to do. So that went to um, I don't know, like well, most sixty of the, most, or most something stations around Australia. And your target audience was. Truckies and Truck. bakers and, yep. you know, people who are up in the... Oh, I found it quite polarising, actually, because, you know, truckies aren't the only per- people who are up late. Mm. You know, when I was a uni student, I was so, you know, nocturnal and I was awake until four or five o'clock in the morning and I would listen to the radio. Um, yeah, but it's called Truck Radio and a lot of bakers, a lot of security <laughs> guards, night field people. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people in um, call centres as well. Course, like because I think there's a Westpac call center in Tassie, yeah. They would call me so much. Wow. Also, yeah. the time difference in India meant that that's probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably, stream, probably streaming you. Um, yeah, I, I always uh, I used to come on after Sarah, but she was a network show, so she wasn't in the same, you know, we were in the same, same spot, town. smoke and mirrors, people. Yeah, yeah, well, hang on, like ships in the night, she'd finish on somewhere else that was on the same radio. Ne- wow, I learned yeah. so much about Australia because some people would be calling me. I didn't even know about Esperance until I, uh, I think we, where did we meet? At a uh, training day, I think once, yeah, maybe. The, the, the I was like, what's Esperance? <laughs> what is it? Actually, Turns out it's one of the most beautiful places red, in Australia. The red curtain. I really got to know um, Sarah well when I was, I was leaving the boot camp. You were kicked out. <laughs> no, no, you were too I was, shit. I was, I, was going to the, I was going to the airport and I was leaving the hotel room early. <laughs> and Sarah Marie was leaving the hotel room at the same time. Right? She was she was just in the hallway coming home late. <laughs> stayed up too in lunch. Two- <laughs> Actually, I did. I had way too many bourbons. I was pissed on the second night. I was like, right, I've done all my work. 
and I got drunk and I got pissed on the beach in Surface Paradise and I had no, yeah see not a lady I think no I would call that glamorous I, for the I had Surface bourbon Paradise. and scotch all night I was like oh this is great for my throat so, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I forgot. I did actually did pass. I, pa- I passed everyone in the hallways because I tried to uphold this reputation during the two and a half days that we were training. I'm like, no, 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 I can do this. I can focus. As soon as we were off the clock, that was it. I was at the bar and I was doing shots mm. and went out to some place in surfers <laughs> and I was doing sco- having scotch and bourbon all night. Yeah. Has that been your experience in Radio Sampang? Scotch and bourbon and boot camps? Yeah. No, like boot camps. My, my no, my experience a bit different. Mine, I don't know. But yours sounds much more fun. <laughs> Seriously, what's fun? Mine was, I did mine's breakfast was six till nine, and mm. um, no boot camp. But it was on Triple R, which down in Melbourne is a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. They don't do boot camps. They're just wrapped if you turn up at six. So <laughs> it's um. Don't have to press yeah, they, exactly. They're back up to they're you. just yeah. wrapped. They're yeah, just wrapped. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. emails from the CEO. Just want to thank you for turning up today. Yeah, yeah you're just we're well done being there at least five minutes before the show. Exactly. Um, your well. staff member of the month. <laughs> you didn't take us on yeah. it off air, so you've you've done well. Yeah. So and um, I'd love to go on. A, I'd love to go on a boot camp. The stations yeah. that I've worked at Triple R. A bit of you know three AW and um, well the little fill in on Triple M last year. No, no, I've never been invited to a boot camp. Oh, that's where you what you get. That's just more development. Yeah, it's like it's like a sort of radio conference, like a staff conference meeting, whatever. You know, two. John Fraser can make a comeback on Celebrity Apprentice. You've got hope. Thank you. You're a successful podcaster now as well. That's right. See, what is this? Is your life? I'd, I'd rather hear about Josh and Jared <laughs> Butler Butler. stories. Um, <laughs> the podcast is taking up our Santo Salmoned uh, podcast is taking a break, but the yes, the, the apps are still there. Yes. and I've loved it. It's been great. You guys have been doing a great job. Just yeah. to catch up with those Bastards boys. Bastards out the top number two position in the <laughs> friggin' iTunes charts, bitches. Well, higher than us. Really? In fact, yeah, listeners, if you'd like to see us be higher than Santa Samana, just click the buttons on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll be doing that as soon as I'm finished. So, <laughs> thank you, mate. But, um, yeah, Podrick, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we're having a break. So. Yeah, I understand that. Other gigs. Things get in the way. Life, like Eurovision. 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 Yeah, Eurovision. Wow. What was it like hanging around those people? Because some of those people are delicious. Very serious. Very it's, serious. It's unbelievable. Very ser- I say delicious. delicious serious. The, yeah. the words are. Yeah. Go, think Eurovision. Word association with Josh. Well, Eurovision. Abba. What? Yeah. That's not the word he was looking for. But That's I right. But they were there. Uh, yeah, they were there this year. There were some hotties. They're, these are. Yeah, Sarah. They're beautiful. There's some. They are beautiful. There's some very fit, young, fit, talented. Did you, did you mm. come home via the UK? Oh, he's well fit. As in fit, as in physically fit, because <laughs> there's they dancers are. and they are well fit. As well. <laughs> um, and uh, they're they're very, you know, talented. Just because yep. we, you know, don't know the the, the girls are legs eleven. Yeah, and hot. there was an eight-foot man there this year. I saw yes. that. Yeah, no, I wanted him to pick me up, but he, he would. I mean, there was a giant. There was a woman that had dragons. There was all sorts of crazy stuff. There that was went pregnant. On. There was someone. Uh, the yeah. woman from Estonia was pregnant. Girls oh. kissing everything. on stage. Girls kissing everything. on stage. Yeah, this year's Eurovision. A man in a glass box of emotion. There was everything. <laughs> That's there was right. Everything. Yes. We didn't wrap up your expensive wedding question. Yeah. Um, is, is it a thing? Yeah. Is it a thing? Expensive yeah. wedding question. Because, Sam, you, you said that you'd love to just spend a bazillion bucks on your wedding. Like, you if, I, if it ever gets that, I'll, I will be blowing a big budget. Yeah. I'm sure that Jeffrey and Brie will have progeny at some point, so there's opportunity. I don't, it's, it is. It's an, uh, so, what's the question? 
He's, uh, he's expensive. Spend, he's expensive winning. Is it a thing? Like, it's a great thing. Not only off. is it a thing, it's a great thing. It's a great thing? Yeah. If you're a guest and you're not the one paying for it. Yeah. No, I so can't do my, it. I can't drop more than a deposit on a house in one day. But if yeah. someone that you knew uh, had a taste for the luxurious and wanted right. to spend a shitload mm-hmm. of money on their wedding and said, hey, Sarah Marie, look, uh, we'd love you to come. I want you to be involved in the bridal party. Can you come and be my expensive wedding? Would you say, nah? I'll go, hell yes. That's tough. It depends on the financial commitment. Like, I'm I'm going Harvey's with mm-hmm. my bridal party. Sure. I don't want them oh, to that's expensive wedding. Everything. We don't expect you to pay for the I think the their out-of-pocket costs are about 150 bucks. being no, no, part well, the, of the dress, bridal party. The dress you'll be I'm wearing is $3,500, so we don't mm. expect you to pay for that. We'll look after that for right. you. Right. So, look, I'd be a part of it. That's fine. But if I'm looking at my bank account, I'm not going to drop, yeah. you know, 20, 30, 40 that is plus a tough thousand. It's one day. And yeah. That was the other reason why I couldn't spend too much on the dress as well. Because, yep. you know, you may only wear it for one day. Yeah. I'll wear it again. But I, I, I'm not going to get fat. I'm not going to get ne- fat after my wedding. Wear it at your next one. Keep it next, for the funeral of your husband. For the next one? No, I'm committed. <laughs> the I don't next be- one. I don't that believe in divorce. That is the ultimate tight isn't it? Where you have a $150 dress for your first wedding that you then keep for your second wedding. It's amazing. It's recycled. No, maybe I'll palm it off to someone else. You know, something borrowed, something blue. I don't want to. Actually, I do want to talk about it. Even though I hope the best for your marriage. Oh, thank you. But you know, when with divorces. Yeah. Mm. That's a thing. Isn't that like 50% of people? Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. So do you... Do you have a party to celebrate the divorce? I would. That is an interesting question and hey, so timely you. because yesterday I actually had to go pick up a copy of my birth certificate. Um, turns out I'm not the favourite child. My parents didn't have a copy. Next door, my other siblings. Thanks, mum and dad. Anyway, so whilst I was there picking up my copy, there was a mother who had the biggest grin on her face and then she had her two daughters with her, maybe about like year nine, year 12 age Ish, yep. whatever. Teenagers, all the teenagers. Yeah, yeah, about 13 and 16, maybe or older, whatever. Anywho, they were all smiling. And then my amazing fiance went over and was eavesdropping. Her <laughs> divorce had successfully gone through wow. that morning. And so they had gone straight to birth, deaths, and marriages to change their name. The wow. girls checked in on Facebook, wow. you know, changing our name. Yay. Wow. And they were having the biggest party. Oh. And then they left around about the same time that I left and they were going off to get champagne. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, Great. their well former father, father, divorce former party. husband, and now he's crying into his beer. I was like, man, that must have been a rough divorce. Well, yeah. you know, to add some context, that to those that haven't been divorced, I don't know what happens. She would have filed, what they would have filed that Over divorce. Over 12 months ago. Over 12 months yeah. ago. And so, um, and, and so it's 12 months months so I've had a friend who's just recently been divorced or recently come to that day and and uh, he was a, he didn't celebrate but it was like release like thank you like well, I can finally like <laughs> like when you've been holding onto a wee for two hours. Oh, it's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Shivers. He, he was he was happy. He was a happy man. Is <laughs> piss shivers a thing? Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. You, you know, well, you know what I don't like is the changing of the name, and because um, this whoa, is a, whoa, whoa. what? Well, hang on, stay with me. So this is this is a personal thing for me, where all of my siblings don't have my same, don't have the same last name as me. We've all got the same father, and and uh, dad, dad's a good guy. He's just been divorced a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, oh, sorry, I lied. My 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 youngest brother, who's who's in dad's current marriage, he has the same last name as me. But my two brothers and my sister don't have the same last name as me. They took on. My stepmother's new husband's last name. Oh, oh. wow! You know, I, I, I won't dig too much deeper on that because you know they, step, they've, they've, they've taken their they reasons for that. They took your stepmother's new husband's name. Yeah. What? 
This is like a. This is like a. And, and We've just hit something. Uh, uh, yeah. Josh's family tree isn't so much a tree as it is a shrub. Yeah, it's more of a shrub. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's like a weed. Yeah. Now, now look, I can, I can tell you that the the the, the new the step the step stepfather, great guy, good guy, and um and stepmother, you know, she she she's had a positive moments for some people, and. Uh, <laughs> I love you know, how diplomatic you are. Like, who do you think you are with uh, Josh Withers? It's but great. No, I, I don't I don't love that they've got a different life. Last name to me, it's weird. It's my you know, brother and sister have a different last name to me. But 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 the thing is, were they born with that, or did they change? Oh, born with that. Yes, yeah, so being being born like being born with that's fine. That's their name. Do you want to know something? Of course, this we do. This is a bit controversial. Back Not in two thousand and seven, you're changing your name, your surname, but your first name as oh, well. I cannot wait till I change my name, but we'll get to that later. So your husband's changing was, his name. No, to Easy Kamal. Tiger. Back in 2007 when I was travelling overseas for the first time by myself and I had to get my passport. Again, yes. I had to go to birth, deaths and marriages because mum mm. and dad didn't have my birth certificate. So that means I you lost know it the last couple of years. You birth, deaths marriages too, don't you? Shut up. No, what? <laughs> Stop it. Play on. You're making me look like non-succinct. I can get this story out. One thought, one break, go. So. <laughs> one thought, one break. <laughs> I got my birth certificate and getting my birth certificate was where I learned that my mum and dad weren't married. <gasps> wow. You were a bastard. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. But not only that, I was like, hang on, because my brother and sister's last name is Vise. That's their father's last name. Yes. My mother's one and only marriage now, mm. not first. Um, and mum kept her name, but whenever she signed any permission slip at school, she signed it with the last name Cameron. Fraud. So I thought she was married to dad. Uh, I didn't find fraud. out and I got my birth certificate and I just slid it under mum's nose and I'm like, you have some explainings to do. Explaining to do's. That was the first time I'd heard of it. I wasn't, I didn't really care. Your mum has committed I couldn't fraud care. your entire life. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I didn't care. And I, being uh, growing up with a brother and sister who are 23 and 21 years older than me, they actually used to call me Mini Visey because I'm much more like those siblings than I are my full-blooded ones. So when I found out that mum's last name was Vise, it wasn't. I wonder a if thing. your mother should be in jail due to like because of federal mail fraud or something like that. I think she only lied to my school. Well, and that was you a private Catholic that. school, so she's not the only one lying in that relationship. You might have been in jail. She's going to hell. No. <laughs> lying to a Catholic school. Does uh, hell have cocktails? Yes. Because if it does, I'm there. That's cocktail hour <laughs> and scotch. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like scotch. Yeah, so I don't, I don't care about the yeah. last name thing. Do you yeah. honestly care that your oh, siblings no, no, no. don't like, have the same last it name? It doesn't keep me awake at night, but like, I well. just... Like, uh, <laughs> you say that now. I think, as, I think uh, as, we can as, tell. Uh, as the brother and the celebrant and I just performed his wedding, it was like, I'm Josh, I'm Josh Withers, um, he's got a different last name, and uh, no one said anything. I felt... You could have just started started the whole wedding ceremony by going, could everyone that is in uh, or associates in any way with Zach in the family, raise your hand. (laughs) Everyone, if you don't know everyone else that's raised your hand, you're related. Somehow. Uh, Let's just move on. Well, to be honest with you, there was actually only one other um, with us there. So no one else from my family was represented because we're we are the epitome of evil in that circle. So, yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you about that because when mm-hmm. I saw you check in, yeah, I saw you tag your brother, yeah, and I noticed that he didn't have the same last name, yeah. But I wasn't going to dive into it. Like, I, that's because you, you're a nice person. That's yeah. why. Uh, Am I the only one who didn't turn my phone off? 
That's a mine's, mine's over. So am I the only one who did turn my Do phone you? off? Probably. They got everything. So I'm so sorry. I've had seven missed calls, and I have to keep, you know, pushing the just button to, answer to stop yeah. it. Just answer one. No, it's just. We people. have to include them in the podcast. That'd be great. I'd love oh, that. that's just Uncle Steve. He'd How's the time going, Josh? Yeah, great. We got 15 minutes left. I want to ask. All right, what is, uh, is this a thing? Yeah, I'll bring one up. Go, go. Are all the roles that Burt Reynolds turned down? <laughs> Are they? Is this the thing or not? Are you? This is. This is. These are the ones we know of. Okay. Oh yeah, I know where you're headed. You like the, okay, how, yeah, the yeah. smooth link there from? Sorry, sorry. No, from Josh's um, <laughs> family surname. It's just like Jared Butler. So he, this is what he didn't do. He was. Uh, he was a chance of playing Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Said no. They said no. Said no. Okay. He was offered the role of. Um, I think it was Indiana Jones. Wow. And he said no. Yeah. I think uh, he was offered a, a Bond uh, role. Wow! One at, 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 I can't remember which movie, How but he was offered one. How different is that Bond film? And the, but the big oh, uh, Jack Nicholson's role in terms of endearment, which Jack Stop won an Oscar it. for. Yeah. He, he he was offered that. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Han Solo in Star Wars. What? We could just start adding extras do, into. I, do you think I'm getting the temperature of the room? I think it's a thing. That's yeah. weird. It's a, these are all the things that he. What's his problem? Are, I knew about well, the Han Solo. Well, terms, in terms of endearment. He had to do Cannibal Run, so... <laughs> there's, there's a really great cartoon. I much prefer to hang out with Dom DeLuise. I would. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm They're more than who? Deborah Winger and... Oh, uh, who are Jam crying, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was I was actually trying to remember the name of the actor, and I've just had a complete oh, freaking you know, mind. You brain farted, and you've had to call upon your phone what? Yeah. Google. For what? Um, Don't use your phone. You have four, three great brains here. Okay, uh, The Rock. Um, Sean Connery and who? The Rock. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Sorry, oh. I, was, I had a complete brain fart. You were going to Google um, The Rock. Uh, Dude. I was. I love I was The gonna... Rock. I love that movie, <laughs> okay, The Rock. So the, the moment he's kneeling down, the flares are up. It's yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, so, uh, the, yeah a, it was so amazing. There's a great cartoon that's done the rounds on the internet of um, Nicholas Cage in a restaurant. And uh, the waiter has is, is got a, a bowl of... of, uh, of buns you know rolls and Nicholas says no 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 and the caption is this is the first documented role that Nicholas Cage has ever turned down <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he has had too. some shockers yeah. there is a reason for that though that he says yes to everything yeah well because he went broke didn't he yeah, yeah. it's a tax it's a it's a money thing oh well, well. so so Bert's, just- Bert's okay Bert Bert, was doing Bert's right. been prolific. Bert was massive. He was the biggest uh, movie star in the seventies. But that didn't. Yep. It doesn't just you know. He just turned downs. He made some bad decisions, and then eventually. Well, do you think they're bad decisions? Yes, I, I think that those ones are pretty. If he, the one, the big one, the terms of endearment one. Yeah. That, that Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Won an Oscar for. The the double edged sword there is that. Uh, James L. Brooks actually wrote it for Bert. Oh. You know, James oh. L. Brooks, like the Simpsons guy. And, yeah. and, and, oh, yeah, and yeah. So you're going brilliant, like, brilliant. If, you, if James L. Brooks writes you a part, mm. yeah. I don't know if you, you how hard that. it must have been to say, oh, I'm sorry, mate, I've got Cannibal Run over here. I've Sally Field is really, she's on smack right now and I'm taking that on. Maybe that was the reason. But that that's, yeah, I think he would have been great in that. What's the other... Um, it would have been Han Solo's. Han Solo's would have been decidedly different. And Michael Corleone, well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've never seen Star Wars or. A what? Get out. Get out. Just get Wars. out. Prob- no, get I'm, out. I'm not talking about I'm going to divert before the mob starts lynching. These, <laughs> these movies are. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I've heard here. of them. 
Oh my gosh, Would am you I getting I'm <laughs> um, like a diversion. The looks of judgment you are receiving. I've seen Terms of Endearment. Um, what were the other ones you named? <laughs> Godfather. Godfather, heard of that one? Um, I think I fell asleep during that one. <laughs> oh, Actually, that was like when I was at uni studying yep. videography as well. Whoops. Are you a movie full of sleeper? Do you know what? Not only am I a movie full of sleeper, I'm a movie forgetter. So I don't can't remember if I've seen this. Can't I? I got into an argument once with a girl about seeing um, Terminator Three. Like, did that come Ooh, out in two thousand and three? No, that's that's yeah, easily forgettable. Machines. I'm just using it in context. But so we wagged school to go watch the movie, and uh, I got into an argument with her like years down the track. She goes, "Yeah, we went and saw this," and I was hell bent on the fact that we hadn't. But T Three's with Claire Danes, isn't it? I don't know. Is that the one? Because then the, the one fourth the one has Sam Worthington. Yeah, and I Christian probably Bale. didn't even the see f- two. Oh my know. goodness! Terminator Two was Sam Maybe I did. And all. I don't know. See, I don't Arnold know. Schwarzenegger, of course, uh, comes out. Edward Furlong is the young punk. I just remember the who, policeman who melts and gets back up Terminator again. That's Terminator Two, sister. Okay, so I've seen it. Excellent. I'm probably going to thank Channel Nine for that for their midday Sunday movies. <laughs> I think that's probably the only way that I've seen that movie. You know, if you haven't seen Harry Potter, you just have to tune into Channel Nine. Saturday nights. Yeah, Anytime. last Saturday night. Although Saturday it goes for like three and a half hours when it's on Channel Nine. It, it always goes for three. What and a half was the hours. one that came out in 2007? Oh, wow. Um, Harry Potter and the longest film ever. I watched that in one of the big cinemas in overseas. Nicholas Cage was in that one. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in it as well. Harry Potter and the Ghost Rider. I'm good with documentaries. (laughs) I'm not good with movies. There was 2007. It would have been Harry Potter. Something came out then for Harry Potter. No, something definitely did. Maybe. Maybe uh, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix. Well, I don't, I don't it's all right. Well, you know, it's 2007 was when they were, you know, about, you know, it's all about the IMAX and, you know, different experience at the movies and the screen yeah. was huge V-Max, and the speakers were loud. V-Max. That. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I saw it in that. Yeah. Cool. Sam? There's eight yes. films. Do you, do you feel that, that, um, that Bert could have had a wider acclaim? Like his career could have gone further? Because... I don't want to cut him short. He's a great actor. His moustache should have Can I just him. ask what movies he was in? Boogie Nights. Sorry, do you even know who Burt Reynolds is? No, I'm not going to Burt Reynolds. Boogie Nights. Oh, you can go. Yeah. Who were uh, Boogie Nights? He was in Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, Nights. is Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights was, the, uh, was, the, was his comeback. His return. After, um, Cannibal Run was big. Cannibal Run was big. Um, Burt Reynolds was massive. He was in Deliverance. He was in big movies. But he had this... <laughs> As Josh is kind of leading, he had this big, a bit of a fall. Smokey and from the Gr- Bandit? Smoking the Bandit. But that, that were, these were during his heyday, but in the yeah. 80s, yeah. he went downhill. Mm. And then um, Boogie Nights brought him yeah. back. Oh. So, did he do any TV? He did, a, he did a show which he won an Emmy for called Evening Shade. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yeah. But could he have been. No, see, this is, the, this is the interesting thing for me is he's had a great career anyway with these, uh, you know, decisions hmm. and missions. It would have misses. changed his arc. Because, if, for example, let's say Burt Reynolds gets Han Solo and let's pretend that with Burt in the Han role that Star Wars is still as big as it is and Return gets made and Empire gets made because Han Solo has big roles in each mm. of those stories. Uh, massive doors open for Harrison Ford as a relatively new actor at that point that opened up it, big films. But see, I suppose Burt was already massive. He might that's have needed right. them opened. So. But that's right. What? Where would his his star have gone? They would have said, "Well, no, no. Now that's just Burt Reynolds is that sci-fi guy. We can't have him in anything else." Oh, you think he might have been pigeonholed? Oh, okay. Maybe. Who will? How would we know? 
Well, so I think we need to decide, is it a thing or not? Well, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox know. are just going to come in and tell us. It might have changed his eagle, the, ego, Do you know who though. he is now? Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I saw his he's face. He's a handsome man. He was. He's got a great mode. Best moustache I love his eyebrows as well. His moustache is the only real but, thing um, left on him. And the hope. I can what? hope that his moustache will be enshrined in some kind of glory, like on the sad day that he passes. And you know, are you hoping that they tan his <laughs> face? I actually do you? remember him. In my name is Earl. Yes. He- <laughs> <laughs> you disappointed in me for knowing no, that. No, I'm. I just. I love. I love it when you think. Say so you, Burt Reynolds, Where are the touch all points? these things, are, and then you go, yeah, the guy from My Name Is Earl. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the touch points. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a, a, a previous guest to the to the podcast has been Reese Muldoon, and uh, and I told Britt who was, um, that we were going out to record with Reese Muldoon. Oh, that's good. And she she didn't like she was just being polite. She didn't really know who it was. And then she saw the photo on Facebook mm. of us doing the podcast, and she's oh, he's the guy from the House Husbands ads. I'm like, well, he's probably on the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sam, we want you to be in the ads for uh, this Just for new... the ads, because we want to keep the actors fresh. <laughs> we want to keep the actors fresh for the show. We'd like Can you, you to save the them. Yeah. Like we don't want the, the actors of... to have a burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You get sick of them. Can you, you play the role do... of Melissa Berglund hey, in the Winners and Losers maybe, maybe that is why it's a good thing mm. that Burt Reynolds turned down all those fabulous roles. To keep fresh for other roles. To keep fresh <laughs> and not burn out. Exactly. You know, so it's not like Eddie Maguire, Eddie everywhere. You Eddie know, like five, five or so years ago, if I saw Eddie Maguire exactly. one more time, I was... It's like, gonna... Burt, do, don't, don't do Terms of Endearment. Do Cop and a Half. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's not as much strain. Yeah, so it's got better longevity. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Burt, and Sarah, a better presence. I'm happy because I obviously... I'm a bit of a fan. Yeah, mm. I'm happy to go with that because it's a positive, yeah. sunny outlook. Of but don't don't get mired down in all these bad decisions. Yeah. It kept you fresh because he could have burned out yeah. too early, done a Macaulay Culkin, yeah. oh. ruined his septum, and yeah. you know just is, is a Macaulay septum, septum gone? And, oh well, probably his nostrils seem so massive. The things that he puts <laughs> up there. <laughs> I'm sure that smokes through his nostrils. I'm sure that Macaulay Culkin has HPV in his nose. Hey! Wow. I was getting really kind of concerned about people's ignorance towards HPV yesterday when Michael Douglas. Douglas, Yeah, yeah, well, because I'm actually the ambassador for the Australian Cervical Cancer Foundation. I go and give talks all the time about you know HPV, how common Mm. it is. Eighty percent of uh, adults will come into contact with it. By the way, four out of five adults. It is that common. Um, You're an ambassador. I just do the ads. And they're like, what do you mean you can get HPV mm. in your throat? And out of all the cancers, 10% of death HPV related deaths are men mm. from throat, penile, and rectal cancers from HPV. Wow. So is it, yeah. so Michael Douglas wasn't lying? He wasn't lying at all. HPV, the same, uh, some of the strains that cause cervical cancer are the same that can cause throat cancers. In a wonderful moment of uh, anarchic spin playing to catch up. His management came out subsequently and said, "No, no, he didn't. He didn't. He, he's not. He didn't get it from that." Well, that's what they're saying, but you know, and everyone else took the oh, he got it from oral sex because that's what he said. Yeah, I know, but you can t- say that you know facetiously. I mean, I made 101 jokes when I had cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. Humor is the only thing that gets you through it. I didn't get it through cervical cancer. I got it through chain smoking, like a mofo, because I wanted to keep up with all the cool kids drinking scotch and having Did cigarettes. It work? Yeah. <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> um, Stay in school, kids. That doesn't change my experience from someone who had 
cervical cancer through HPV. We went mm. through the same thing and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. you make jokes about it. So mm. I don't know. I'm not Michael Douglas, but maybe he might have been a bit facetious when he said that. So you so can get it through kissing. A thing. You don't have to have sex to get HPV. You don't need to get. That's taking the fun out of cancer. <laughs> really? Because I was. I, You're seriously, right. Having eight doctors at the end of my stirrups looking at my hoo ha, me going, what? Do you all have a view? Yeah, that was so much fun. Can we stop taking wow. the can out of cancer? <laughs> the can It's just we can't. Look, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of all this can't talk. I'd much rather be cancer. <laughs> There's so much wrong with what you just said. That's the end of Sam Ray. Um, no. Sam Pang, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Can you tell us where we can find you, Ella? Listen, watch. Tweets, do Facebook, nothing Google doing Plus. for absolutely free. Please, nothing please to, do not contact nothing me. To, are we wrapping up early? Because I said we have to. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. you had to be uh, somewhere. I'm happy to keep going for that. <laughs> keep going. Do you want to keep talking about oral sex? I wanted to wait until Josh started wrapping it up, <laughs> and then and then find out if we've got another five minutes in it. What's the time? What is I the think- time? It's only 22. Oh, wow. I know, you're being very polite. (laughs) Well, okay, have you got one more thing to discuss? We have to decide on on the Bert thing. I'm with you. I think that uh, uh, Bert Reynolds... Having these offers that he knocked back. Sorry about that, Jack. That's definitely, <laughs> Sorry, a, definitely a thing. I think it's a thing. Because it's made Burt Reynolds who he is today. It's a thing and he has better longevity and, you I, know. I love your theory. Yeah. I love it. Long- <laughs> he didn't burn out. Good decisions, but kept you fresh. Kept you fresh. You didn't get too egotistical. You didn't go, hey, I've got all this money to burn. I may as well sniff it. That's you didn't, true. Good didn't do Instead, he just smoked, drank and fucked it. He, he's, he's had a good life. He's a lazy man. Oh, but, yeah, Bert was a Bert lazy man. Lazy man. Wouldn't, you wouldn't, hey, if I was a dude and I was a movie star in the 70s, mm. psh, yeah. I would have well, been. Boogie Nights. I mean, really. Yeah. That was his comeback. It was a great and a good film too. I enjoyed that. Sarah Murray, have you got a thing for the committee? Um, Is there something that's peeving you <laughs> off? You like, that someone came less prepared than me. I, I came with one thing. I came from a job interview, so my, my oh, who, brain who, who was... For? Oh, this Kanga is Airlines. embarrassing. Kanga Airlines. <laughs> so, okay. So I spent however many years working in media and I just on a whim mm. applied for international cabin crew. What does that involve? I'd be drinking all the scotch out the back, not serving it. <laughs> Shut up, kid. I don't care what you have. A freaking coloring book. You, you know, there's, 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 there's nothing more. It's it's funny, like from an insider's point of view. It's funny to talk about. You don't laugh about it openly and tease people, but it's just funny to see people like spend their lifetime on radio. Like I've, I've spent almost uh, on ten years now, actually. It is. Um, I try to try to go out and function in the normal mm. world because mm. everything's everything sound bites. Everything through there's three minute grabs you know here's Nickelback <laughs> you know it's Pinks you, up useless. next and then Kelly Clarkson it's next hour with Taylor three. Swift yeah yeah it's Mac Times yeah no that, it was just that, I ma- just that makes me want to stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> I do a good hook don't I yeah. hey, you, you, you um, know what's worse this has only happened to me once I don't, I don't know if it is, you guys can reckon but uh, there's been once where I've actually said in conversation because um, I, I wanted to talk about something like we were talking about subject X and I wanted to talk about subject Y I said coming up soon we'll talk about Oh, holy fuck. Shoot me. Mm. I just, I, I shouldn't live anymore. <laughs> just, you just failed it. So you fucked it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Now, like I, much like I did with my interview. Um, How did so, it go? Oh, it was atrocious. I was with the fuckwits of the group. Like I was, oh, bless them if they're listening. You were special, but. 
Um, I think it's a pretty high chance they don't listen to us. No initiative whatsoever. We had a t- it was lots of team building, and the first task was we had to create a flyer for uh, XYZ um, carrier uh, to entice people to fly business off their platinum, blah, blah, blah. I had to create the flyer. And so I've read over the brief and picked the things that I personally would be enticed to if I saw a flyer. And I looked up at everyone and said, oh, what were your favourite things off the brief? And they said, I haven't read it yet. And I just went, oh, great. And, and it was a limited time. 20 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. and with 18 minutes passed, they go two minutes to go. And nothing was on our piece of paper and I just grabbed the piece of paper, wrote it, designed the thing, da 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 did all that. And so I looked like an absolute control freak. But they were numb nuts. So And soon, ladies and gentlemen, if you fly Kanga Air, you'll be served by those numbers. Do you know what? No one on the table actually got selected on oh, our wow. table. Maybe we didn't work regional, cohesively together. Maybe if you fly, you know, regional Kanga. Regional, regional Kanga. Maybe. <laughs> oh, look, they might keep applying. Oh, look, it was just people were just bickering and I was just... Do you guys watch Offspring? Yes. You know how Nina has a lot you of internal dialogue? I do, Sam. That's what he's about. I don't know how you do it. But you know how Nina has a lot of internal dialogue? She does. I sometimes have an internal dialogue and it was on fire when I was sitting at the table it. with them and I just, I just had to bite my tongue. I was in pain and it was tough. But in the end, I looked like a control freak because I just weren't doing group anything. Group job interviews where they're going through that, yeah. you know, there's 20 people, we're going to cut it down to the four we want to interview. Yeah. That, they're death. They are. You are at the, the mercy of the grouping to start with. Mm. And there is no easy way for you to say, hello, I have all the skills and experience I have. Or whatever. I whatever. It, there's no way to shine. I, yeah, you're right. I don't think there was ever going to be a time today and you know what i only applied for the job last week had to do their psych test last week yes. as well so i assume i passed if i got through to the the interviews today but i was seriously sitting there looking at the time going oh man i'd much rather be at the podcast can they just send me the text <laughs> message and tell me i didn't get it already hey, i was good. so elated when i got the text hey, message you know that might have been them ringing all this time oh uh, no it wasn't it was family stuff <laughs> <laughs> Coming out, of, coming out of your interview, you were saying um, off air that you uh, there was the personality test. We had to, you had to tick, mm. you know, uh, answer a question. Uh, you know, do you feel very strongly, partially strongly, or whatever yeah, words yeah. they oh, use? Me, can you give them to me? Oh, some of them were. Um, How do you feel about drowning cats? It's fine. I actually think there no, was agree, like a strongly agree. Uh, don't care. Disagree. Strongly disagree. Don't care. Don't care. Oh, well, there's yeah. no don't care option there's, in this. Oh, there's no, it was um, like undecided. It was strongly agree, undecided. agree, undecided, <laughs> disagree, and strongly disagree were the mm. options in the test. Um, and some of them were like, "Do you want to be famous?" I'm like, "Not really." You know, I don't like. I don't sit there going, "Oh, I just want to be famous and be papped." But then two pages later, they go, "Would you mind being famous?" I'm like, "Well, no, I wouldn't mind being famous." Like, they just reword things. But then another one would be like, "Do you like science?" Mm. And Straight away, my instinct went, yes, because I love biology and I love knowing about the body and all but that kind of stuff, right? I'm science. marrying a podiatrist, okay? Mm-hmm. So, but there's a but He indulges me. It. But if you think science, we think, you know, Big Bang Theory, chemistry. So then I went, oh, well, no, it's I guess like I don't. like the Proust questionnaire at the end of Vanity Fair. Oh, really? Well, here's here's yeah. my question for the Think Committee. Uh, are, those, are, are these questionnaires, these personality questionnaires a thing? And uh, when I got married, the pastor was marrying us, um, but he wanted to do a little personality test just to maybe highlight 
if there was a thing that we should talk about before we got married, you know. Or I'd love to do one of these, by the way. <laughs> oh, we yeah, can erase that. No, 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 and the idea is that maybe you know, you'll find things you haven't talked about. So it isn't really a side test. It's just highlighting, like, hey, have you guys talked about having uh, sharing your bank account or not? Or have you talked about having kids, how, how many stuff, kids? Stuff. And, it's just, and so we did it. And, uh, and it was, we, did the, we did the test individually online. and then we There's met. no pass and fail. It's just highlighting yeah, things that might be things. issues you should talk about. You can pretty and, much uh, just do this test watching the NRL footy show. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do you enjoy watching the footy show? Yes, you're not compatible. No, do you not watch it, mate? No. No. Out of all so the If you're listening and you watch, watch the NRL footy show, you know what I'm talking about. They get the footy players on and oh, they ask them the questions yeah, and then yeah. ask the wives the questions. Yeah. Ah, My right. partner and I play this like every Thursday oh, night. Serious? We wait up for it, we watch the AFL footy show and then we watch the NRL footy show and we do the... the oh, I, and I understand. But I, I, yeah, I, I get the, the segment that you're talking about. Uh, I, on principle, don't watch both shows. The, um, the, the questionnaire that we did, we did it individually online and then we met for the... You know, to talk about it and uh, and so I'm doing the questionnaire and I, and I was like, you know how you get with especially online when you're reading long things or questionnaires you kind of you start skipping a few words Skip. so I didn't I, I wasn't I wasn't reading <laughs> what did was, well so so they got questions and, and, and they say uh, you know strongly disagree disagree and then in the middle, the middle option, so option number three was um, was uh, uncertain, and then agree, strongly agree. And so there were many questions. There was, a, there was a large number of questions where I thought, I don't strongly agree or agree or strongly disagree or disagree. I'm like, I'm like yeah. And so there I'm should just, be I'm, a neutral. I'm, there should be a neutral, but it wasn't neutral. It was undecided. So we meet because oh, I felt I felt Although the middle you could was say neutral. That neutral is un- you could say that neutral is undecided, being you offensive. Fell into a trap. Uh, so you fell into a I trap. fell into a trap. I rock up, and and the pastor's like, well, Josh, you, there's a lot of things. Well, what, what, a lot what, of things we have things, to talk about. What were some of the things that you undecided on? Do you like anal sex? <laughs> no. Exit <laughs> strongly, strongly disagree. Exit but simple. So, but that's the concept. You have the. You say strongly disagree. Your partner says agree, agree. Undecided. There's a discussion that has to be had. But with the pastor. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that the pastor could have just just stopped the whole wedding. Just, just made this is not going to work. We're calling it off. We're calling it off. Have a look at both. Uh, yeah, it look, I, and I it just about, doesn't work. Yeah. Having yeah. gone through that same kind of thing yeah, yeah. twice, ha. I I understand. Well, have you been married twice? Yes, ma'am. Oh, sorry. I, really? really? Yes. Oh, I wish you'd brought that up earlier. In the, <laughs> up in the dying minutes of the podcast. We could go back to how much to spend on a wedding now. You've done this shit twice. Yeah, I, <laughs> Should be a professional. I know no, I, we've got to wrap it up. Yeah. Did, you <laughs> reuse, did you reuse your suit? No. Nothing? No. I would. I didn't buy the suit in the first place. What? Both of them were rentals. Oh, okay. Mark, are, the, are these are these personalities? Personality tests are not a thing because you can totally stack them. Because they are so repetitive for the questions, they're designed to get your true answer. Yeah. Because yeah. the first, say, if it's fifty questions, the first eight are questions you go, no, I don't like drowning cats. Mm. No, I don't like anal sex. I don't. And then the same question oh, is I'm reworded. Drowning cats. I don't mind anal sex. Anal sex. Strongly, <laughs> strongly opinionated. <laughs> As a question, like just as a context, <laughs> they're repeated in different manners really through the thing so that they can then get the outcome to be able to say, well, Sam's come away and really his true feeling is that he is indifferent to drowning cats. <laughs> there but were uh, 400 them, questions so. in that test that I had to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Actually, there's more, more than 400. And it's, it's designed it's to wear you down so that the, the pattern becomes there's six or eight questions that are the same of that type 
that are played through the thing and that then gives them an indication of how you respond under pressure mm. to that scenario or, or, or it's, oh, yeah that can the be played mind, they're the not mind games mess. I just I don't like the mind games I don't like the mind games either no. I'm self aware enough to be able to just go yeah I'm not playing this game da, 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 da. Very un- I totally understand. You wouldn't cut it as uh, Kanga International Cabin Crew. No, I'm not Kanga International Cabin Crew tyre style. No. <laughs> Mainly because I wouldn't fit in the damn cabin with the crew. No, well, then you would need to read my flyer on the uh, Platinum Business uh, upgrade that you could take. Wow. Yeah. Tell me more. I'm interested. Do you have a newsletter I subs- can subscribe well, you to? Can, you know, just contact us at uh, kanga.com.au. Is, is that what you put on the flyer? I had to put two things that you would get by upgrading to business. I think um, the team, not just me, although I think they chose Sam wrong. Marie's um, team. <laughs> this is why I didn't get the job. Um, <laughs> the airspace bed and the restaurant quality cuisine were the two things. Someone has to lead, that. Sarah. You can't all be followers. There has to be a chief in the Indians. I really wanted to follow someone. I really yep. went in there un- like lethargic today. I didn't have let my wee Let someone bits. else shine. And I'll just I wanted to let someone else yeah. shine. I hear you, sister. Do you know what? In the second presentation, I said to the girl next to me, I felt like she hadn't actually, you know, shown her best. And I was like, she's a really lovely Shown girl. her bits. Bet. Sure. Well, that's true. And okay. uh, I thought that maybe she should present in front of the group, you know, what the second task was that we're working on. I said, mm. oh, would you like to present? She says, yes, no worries. And then they come around to our table, said, okay, um, table four. And she just looks at me. And then the whole table looked at me. Mm. And then I had to get up and present. So then I looked like the bloody Fruit Loop again, who you're was just a, taking charge. You're a born leader, Sarah. Born leader. <sighs> Have you I don't ne- want to be, though. Have you never noticed when you fly internationally that there is always your customer service manager yes. leading the team? They were in the room today and they were bloody annoying. Y- yeah, they're pricks. They have Sam their Payne, fake smiles. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. You're wrapping me up again. I'm yes. wrapping up. I'm actually, Josh, I don't care what you say. Third so. time's thank the charm you. because thank you tried before. <laughs> this has gone too long. I, I told you, you should, we should I, be finished by yeah, quarter to three. You should have just uh, started wrapping me up after five minutes and we could have done the whole show about just, look, it's been great. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Finally, we get to We meet. should have just spoken about your jet lag, and that was it. See, like I did that off air, because, you know, speaking about jet lag is boring. Is jet lag a thing? Yeah. Jet lag's a thing. Can you we we'll go on radio, that? Jet lag, lag is a thing. Time. Jet lag is a thing. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me, Josh. Sam, and Steve. Where can we find you on the internet or the things and the, and the radios or the whatever? Look at you through podcasts. the window outside no, of the no, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to plug. Where I'm going to find you. Where can we stand over your bed no. and watch you sleep? What's that? Twitter? Where can we stand over your bed and watch yeah, you sleep? Is there a street address? That's Saturday nights. I'll be doing that. You can come and watch me sleep. You're on social media. You're on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm not a great. I'm pro Twitter, but I'm not. You know, I'm not. You're not 120,000 tweets in, no, like old mate. No, <laughs> no, that mate, and that person is slack because I'm 170,000. So, oh, oh shit, yeah. sorry, don't, don't, no. But it's, I don't know why you'd want to even find it's me. But yeah, it's it's I, I like Twitter because I like re- I, know, I like scrolling. You like reading, down. so like you would reading. like people to tweet no, you then. No, Sam doesn't like reading. He just likes the scrolling action. Scrolling <laughs> down. Wait, as Pauline Hanson would say, fingering your pad. Did you guys not? She said that yesterday during a media interview. She's like, I know what all the kids are doing when they're fingering their pad. Wow. Oh, she's the redhead you can trust. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to plug, mate. <laughs> That's okay. You're Maybe Mr. you're us. I, no, like, I feel like I'm sorry. I don't even know why. Like, I'm doing stand up too. I want to point out, Sam is doing stand up around the Melbourne oh, yes. and doing amazingly well. How would you know? Because Zwari talked you up in the biggest oh, fashion. Zwari. Zwari. Has Zwari been on this? Not yet. He no. was supposed to be, but he's overseas. He's for two in days. LA. I know. Yes, he's a he's a high flyer. He'd have things to plug. He's but, getting jet lag. Um, Terry, what about yourself? What have you got coming up? 
Um, nice hosting bar. Um, if anyone wants to offer me a job, <laughs> I'm still between jobs. I really sold myself earlier. Um, Good luck ca- with your wedding, though. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, look, I was probably maybe I should plan that whilst I'm not working. Rav's working, that's fine. He can go work. I'll be a lady of leisure until I get another job. Leisure, um, I think that's a podiatrist as well. We all know there's big money in big feet. Big money in feet. <laughs> yeah. Tinea. No, the money in no place is just walking out plantar the fasciitis. He's, he's I'd love to talk to your husband to be about plantar fasciitis. Oh, look, I, I've heard a lot of it because I have it from... I used to be a dancer, so I've got it chronically in my right foot. It's awful. Just get a golf ball and just have yes. it under the bed and then just roll your foot uh, over it each morning when you wake yeah. up. Or you could even do just a frozen water bottle if you just need a better kind of space plantar around it. Plantar fasciitis is a thing. Golf ball, yeah, it is a thing. Oh, just yeah. get the golf ball, mate. If you've never stretched out, stretched out your plantar fascia, you have not lived. Thank you. I imagine it's like almost <laughs> as good as someone tickling your balls. <laughs> it's right up there. <laughs> we need... <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, I slid off my seat and I'm wearing stockings and it sounded like I farted. Uh, so if that comes up in the podcast, I, I am, did not fart. I am looking <laughs> for one who knows what plantar fascia it is to be able to say, it's, yeah, it's like getting your balls tickled. <laughs> Can Rav please do a YouTube video on this? Can you go home tonight and get Rav to do a YouTube video about what this is? Because yeah. I love I love a good ball tickle. And the think <laughs> committee is looking for something to be an ambassador for. We're happy to be an ambassador a for the Ball tickler. Oh, I thought you wanted an ambassador for a ball tickle. No, no, we'll be that. And we'll, because we're pro ball tickling as well. You can just so, do the ads. It's all right. Don't worry. Um, but, but, please, please encourage Rav to do the, do the, tw- do the thing on Twitter. He's at Rav, at Ravman. At Rav, um, yeah, at Mr. Ravman. Mr. Ravman is his, and mine's um, ex Sarah Marie, ex Marie with a double E. So it's supposed to be like two kids. Sarah Marie, I've been calling you Sarah the whole time. Call me Sarah. It's fine, honestly. Even when I was looking at my birth certificate yesterday, it was annoying me. Just call me Sarah. All right. Um, uh, I'm at Joshua Withers on Twitter. Don't make it my fault, Pang. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm Mogs Debbie Talk on everything you've got. Please like, tweet, Facebook, hashtag, or iTunes review. Tell your uncle about us. We are The Thing Committee. You have just heard an unpopular podcast. Find more unpopular podcasts at unpopular.com.au.